Okay, you should have um, two copies there. I don't know if we're getting to the second one, but you can take it anyway. Uh, I want to finish the uh, Tzar Baal Chaim tonight and go back to the Chinuch subject. So, uh, everybody have your, two of you got sheets back there? Okay, let's begin. Um, Stephen Shlomo Rubenstein uh, had three questions on the uh, last year from last week. His questions are always good. He wanted to know, we short kinim or lice? So usually kinim is translated as lice. The reason he's asking, he says, uh, lice eggs are visible to the eye, and flea eggs, on the other hand, are 0.05 millimeters and almost impossible to see without magnification. So um, I told him, uh, it's usually translated as lice. I, I'm wondering, if Desla's shot in why you're allowed to kill them on Shabbos. Remember, the Rambam says they're spontaneously generated. We generally believe today that we don't think that works. That's not a kash on the Gemara. That's just a kash on the scientific theory. And that could be we're wrong. And the Desla said, if it's not spontaneously generated, maybe it's just too small. The proof of the cycle is too small. And therefore, since it can't be detected, it's not considered life. So he's curious, is it shot the lice eggs can't be detected? He doesn't think that's true, or maybe, I suggest maybe just the Pruvu cycle, but um, just interesting scientific tzarechi and uh, Rav Desler's uh, shot, what, what he meant by not visible to the naked eye. Then he wanted to know uh, about the research and the bugs and the pain. I happens to be emailed this tonight. Last night I spoke to the PhD expert in Philadelphia, who is Ben's friend. Uh, he really exists uh, from Guy. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> For 20 minutes, he would tell me uh, all about, I mean, the three-quarters of the word sounded, sounded vaguely familiar. But um, the long and the short of it was is that he clearly agreed with me. You cannot prove that insects don't have pain. The other hand, he said, you can't prove they have pain either. They react to what we would think would be painful as humanoids. They react the same way. They pull away and they try to avoid it. So we know, um, kept talking about the cortex, the, the, the brain develops these uh, reactions to feels the pain, and uh, he says he doesn't, he doesn't know if they have that. could be they're just feeling pressure as something's about to step on them, or they feel something's pulling at a leg or something like that. We don't know if that's pain or they just feel pressure, but they know to stay away from it. They certainly have reaction that they, don't, they know it's not good for them, and they, and they move away. Um, so basically, we don't know if they do have pain, but we certainly, anybody wants to say, right, they don't have pain, I spoke to, he's probably the biggest expert on planet Earth on, on these things, and he said, we cannot prove they don't have pain, that's for sure. So, um, so again, what they do feel, next time we interview one, we'll let you know what they say. Yes? You can program a computer with artificial intelligence to react in certain ways based on... Right, that's why it's not mucha, they have pain, 100%. But and he went through a whole, uh, he started the conversation, he says, okay, I'm going to start from the bottom up. I didn't know what that meant, but he literally started from the bottom up. He first walked me through mammals, and then he went to the, the insects and described what uh, type of things we have to detect pain and how it interacts with the brain, and the insects are missing that. He explained that whole thing. He said, with that all, that all said, we, we do test them, and they certainly react like we would be reacting without screaming and yelling. The question is, like you're saying, is that a built-in teva from Akash of reacting so they could survive, but not actually feeling the pain. That might be true, but we have absolutely no raya that's true. So therefore, to say in this sugya that therefore is no tzabah chayim is a, certainly a stab in the dark. Uh, again, we're in the middle of the yavitz who holds there's no tzabah chayim insects. 
based on other svaras, but this is not necessarily one of them, although the svara that lies, for instance, is too small, they're not considered chiyas. If it's not chiyas in Shabbos, maybe it's not chiyas to feel pain. That's a little bit close to the svara. But that doesn't, he only said that about, uh, about kinim. Nishtana Teva, yeah, they got, they got, they got bigger, possible, anything's possible, anything's possible. Third thing he asked was, do Chazal consider dolphins fish? So I, I, I told him, I said, the Gemara that we quoted in Sanhedrin about a fish being like a little tugboat to pull something downstream, didn't say they were dolphins. I mentioned just a fish. A couple of you yelled out that dolphins are planting mines and then you brought in the article. Uh, so it's not a kasha on the chazal. Uh, he just pointed out that we all know dolphins are mammals and warm-blooded animals who happen to be in the water and always coming up for air because they've got to breathe at the nose that's on the top of their head. Uh, that doesn't mean they aren't fish either. The nafkamina would be, how do you find out they're kasha? Do you look for scales and fins? Or do you look for malagera mafise parsa? They don't have either, so they're treif anyway, going to whichever sheet it is, uh, but there might be, if you have to think of some nafkamina, whether they're considered fish or mammals that happen to live in the water. That might be more important for a scientific classification. I don't know if it affects any particular halacha. Those are his three questions. All of them I thought were interesting. Yes? Well, they're Baal Echayim. You can't kill any other insects besides Kinem on Shabbos. It's Natil Sashama. They're alive enough that it's Natil Sashama. The question over here is it's our Baal Echayim. Well, the Baal Echayim enough that it's the Tilsa Shalom if you kill them. Well, there's no other community between the Choshabbos and Tzabah Echayim. Tzabah Echayim is a machlekes. The Ivitz holds there's no Tzabah Echayim. Many others hold there is. The other community is the Chiyas and Choshabbos. No, there's no other community. Okay, but you have to think of an afkamina. I, I think he brought them on. He didn't bring them aboard? How would we have cockroaches? The question is, why would he bring them aboard? Okay, so obviously they have a, they have a purpose in the Bria. Oh, yeah? Is the magic like that? I have to show it to me. I'm not, I'm not aware. Uh, all the insects? That's go pretty deep. He's a mob one. Okay. Curious to see it. They could have been food. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a purpose in the brew also. But you still have two. You have to have two left. You could feed the other ones to the uh, to the other animals. You gotta have two left. Okay, we left off on page one forty-four. We have another two pages um, where he sums up. Now, remember, we had the Gemara on Shabbos. Different sheetas on whether you're allowed to kill kinim. One sheet says it's an isidaresa. One sheet says it's derabanan. The sheet we hold like holds its mutter. And yet we had one. Story of one Amira who Rava who didn't kill them be a dime, he just put them into the water and they would sort of float around till they died. And that's what we're gonna focus on now. Yeah. Is there a Mara that's not Yeah, that's what we get to right now. If you have a choice, based on what Mamash we're gonna learn right now, if you have a choice between using a fly swatter, be a dime, versus using a zapper, you just hang it up. Not too appetizing as you hear the zaps as you eat, but either is using a fly swatter. Uh, you should definitely choose the zapper. And I will document that right now in the middle of page 144. Madua Why didn't Rava kill him Biadaim? The Arizal was very against, against not the din, it's a avoiding killing these things if you can. 
That the Isser wasn't Sabachim, Mazikim. You can kill, you can get rid of anything that's bothering you. That's not Sabachim. It was a tremendous, not it was a tremendous madrega. That on his madrega, he wanted to stay with many anything that was created, any creature on earth created in Hashem's world. Now, you have to see footnote 337. This is like, not Shaykhistan madrega, but just understand what? He didn't wear a strimal. That's a good question. He happens to be he didn't, um, which I think is obvious. Yeah, right. <laughs> he proceeded their invention. But this is a very fascinating footnote, just a little, uh, a little nister. 337 at the bottom. He quotes of Chaim Vital. Kiloshon Chaim Vital. Kishon burial on Nivisavatel. Everything has a purpose. Zeloshon Bishar HaGilgulim. My Rizal. This is Chaim Vital discussing his Rebbe, the Arizal. He was makbid. Again, it's not the din. Sabachayim is not usher when you're getting rid of them because they're bothering humans. The Arizal wouldn't do it. Vamrali, and I asked my Rebbe why, and he told me, This is the Arizal talking, so don't ask how we knew. Okay, the Arizal says, The Sherish of Manashama is from Kayim, and Kayim killed Hevel, to have been at the first murder. And therefore, to be a tikkun for this, I stay away from killing anything, and I don't even get involved in shechita, which is perfectly mutter even in mitzvah. It wasn't a kain; they wanted to be involved in the lava. Nothing wrong with being a shechet. The Arizal said, "I'm uh, here to be masakin the kain's averus, uh, and therefore, I don't." The astounding thing. One second. It's kachas yayv. It's atzmai. Sharizal memitz chasidus al pisayid devarim begayim shem gilgul nagaba. This next part is surprising. He told Tamidim. Tamidim also from the Sharish Or maybe that a Shaykh is to the Rebbe, and therefore they were part of his Tikkun and Liasic Minasaris, but a fascinating concept. Yeah. Kamans itself had do a tremendous Tikkun, but you don't have to be the one shechting them. Once they're dead, you can bring them. No, there are other Makaris for this. That, that to be a Shaykh is absolutely fine, Apidin. But there are anyanim that uh, if it doesn't, you know, the Gemara Shabbos says you're born under the, under Mars, either a sheikhit, a doctor, a male, or a murderer. So, uh, or all four. Uh, well, hopefully, but uh, it's the same Tchunas uh, As Arizal said, I, I'm from the Sherish and I can't be involved in any of these things. Okay. Uh, I don't think we know what Sherish we're from. If we did, if we knew that we were Gilgal or somebody we were from the Sherish, uh, we'd... Uh, would have it too easy to figure out the No because I'm the Arizal and I'm the Sharish or no because I might be from the Tamid Arizal like why would you think is the question about you why would you think you're from the Sharish of Kain? If you know you're from the Sharish of you can maybe mechabit somebody else and go back to the best magician. Nothing wrong with that, no chiv to be the. If you have the opportunity to do other mitzvahs, it doesn't, doesn't bother me. Yeah, Rizal have plenty, plenty to do. Doing many, many other mitzvahs. I, I know many tzaddikim who go through the whole life never shechted an animal. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're missing anything. You know, what you're referring to is the Zayah that says, let's do every mitzvah once for tikkun and neshama. If that's your question, it's a good question. I don't think that applies to shechita. Shechita is a matir, it's a mitzvah to do it the right way. It's a, it's a matir. I, I don't think you have to include that. I'm pretty sure we do shaluch We do other things to try to do it once. I don't think shkrit is on the list. Um, I, I, I could be wrong, but uh, it doesn't doesn't sound right. I, I never saw any 
any svarim, any marabam run after doing shechita at least once. I've had marabam who've done shechita, but that's not why they did it. Yeah? I don't know if this is a kasha, but I, I think it's worth that the Moshe Rabbeinu was also at the, uh, the, uh, the Shosh of Chayim, but yet he did shechita, he did the avoda the, uh, in the uh, in Mishkan. And, uh, You're asking me a kasha on Shah Gogulim? Come to my house at 2 in the morning, that's when I have that seder. I can't disclose any of it now. So we're just going to go on. Achayin, uh, the bottom paragraph. Achayin, yeh m'shut tayu l'shmash, akash mitzad midas chasidiz roish l'arag afil l'kina b'yadav. Everybody's masking. My Meshach brings us down. If you have a choice how to kill it, even if you're not there, Rizal, better not to do it b'yadayim. Afil l'kina b'yadav, k'deisho l'hashchitz shum nivra me'elam, k'divrei 145. And that's the pshat he feels in the Gemara. Where Rova didn't kill them, he died. He put them in the water and they died. Again, it's not a din. What? Is it more tsar? I guess... As a Mozart, if they're floating and they don't know they're about to die, high intelligence they don't have. They float for a while, they get a nice bath, and then they just stop breathing. I don't know if that's... Uh, what they I don't know. We're assuming they do. I don't know. Apparently, apparently, Rav held not so, according to this chat. The other part of the Gemara, remember we saw Rav Nachman almost had the exact opposite uh, approach. Rav didn't want to kill the Miyadayim. Rav Nachman told his daughters to take each one, and I want to hear the snap, crap, called pop, and I want to hear them dying. So, if you remember the footnote we saw of Lezimesha Hurwitz said the pshat is, it's, everybody wants to know what the pshat is. Why would he want to hear uh, Rav Nachman couldn't care less, he just wanted the kinam out. So, Lezimesha said that he wanted to show the halachas like this hill, you can kill kinam on Shabbos. And therefore, he was a brilliant, uh, I think I showed you this footnote, brilliant idea. He said he didn't want people to think the only reason he allowed it is because it was a malacha and sikh lagufa. Because if you take them out, you're killing them just to get them away. It's not a malacha daresa. So he said, when you kill them, I want to hear, I want you to kill them lagufa. I want to hear the action. I can take them to come on my enemies. And I'll make it a malacha sikh lagufa. And we still pass them to Bethel's mutter. That's what he tied in. But Ramashik is a different shot. He says the only way to get him off is to snap him, to, to get him in your fingers because he had another way of doing it. How did Rava do it? Doesn't, doesn't explain. But the point is, is that Ramesha agrees that if you can avoid doing a biyadayim, then don't do it. Again, the source comes from the Arizal, but Ramesha is bringing this down to the Truva. It doesn't say only practice this means chasidus if you're the Arizal. I guess he had to be there. Rava had the option to float them on water. Rav Nachman was having a more difficult time, therefore they had to kill him. Maybe one was in the body, one was in the hair. We don't, we don't know. Uh, but Ramesha approves of such an approach to try to avoid killing Biyadayim. L'sikum. In summary, Shleishatamim Shainim. Number one, not to kill creatures, straight. What it does to your meat is the end of the day, if you have to do it, there's no way it's a He ends in the box. Part of building up your Rachamim is Racham of Akamaisa, Lay Vazam, Lay Abdam, Mosha Chachma, Yenelon Vaza Shum Nimsa, Kane Yurachami Adam, Akal Maisa Vizbarach from the time of Devera. And that ends our.
Subsugia, we're going to get back now to the Chinuch Habanim, which we are going to get to the sheet. If you have your second sheet, your single sheet here. Uh, if you remember from two weeks ago, we we're talking about Chinuch on Shabbos and the Yisur Lassus Biyadayim. I want to show you a Makar I spoke out a few weeks back, and I want to show you how we get to it. First, turn to page Tuf, Tuf Memtes, page one. It's a single copy. Everybody have one? John, there you go. Help yourself. Don't be shy. We have enough copies. Anybody? You're too humble. Okay. Okay, you'll see what this is leading to. I'm not going to finish it tonight. Let's start on Islam at Hay. What's the din in Amir Lakam? What's the din if a guy does a malacha for a yid? We know if a guy turns on the light, you've got to leave the room, you can't have anam. Certainly can't read by it. If a guy brings on Shabbos a yant of a chayfetz out of the tchum, which he was not allowed to do. Also, well, he's allowed to do, he's not allowed to do for us. You cannot use the object that the guy brought outside the tchum. You got to wait the amount of time it would take him now to start on Matzah Shabbos from scratch. So if he had to travel for two hours on Shabbos to bring you the object, you got to wait two hours on Matzah Shabbos. That's the Shir of B'day Shiyasim. For somebody, what? Why is it that the Which parts of that in the The guy, the yid has to wait. Right. He can't have any benefits. The benefit means if I use it a minute after Shabbos, I'm getting benefit of the fact that he traveled on Shabbos to bring it to me outside the chum. Then it should be mutter. No, first of all, how do you know he did it? A daitanafshe is, 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 is overused. He didn't do it at. Why is it daitanafshe? He, he came. No, I wasn't Metzave. He did it. He did it. But Chazal asked it. Wait, wait, let's go back. Let's go back. If a guy walks in, just to be a nice guy, you're sitting in the dark, walks in and says, Eli, what are you sitting in the dark for? And he flips on the light. So you got to leave. You can't have any anah. I did a daita anah, pure daita anah. That's the gzera that we don't want you having anah, but next time you'll ask him. No, no, no. The gzera wasn't only your property. The gzera was, you don't have any anah. Maybe anything it does for you, but next time you'll you enjoy the anah. Next time you'll ask him to do it. Because everyone cuts across. It's nothing to do with the fact he did it on your property. No, that's that's different. That's different because I didn't force him to do it on Shabbos. I have. I, I gave him the car Wednesday. I gave him the car Wednesday, and I said you could do it between now and next Tuesday. And he happened to do it on Shabbos. I don't get any benefit from that. He did it on Shabbos. He delivered it to me Sunday night. There's no benefit to me. He did it on Shabbos Thursday night, Thursday morning. I have to do it on Shabbos. I don't get any benefit from that. Here, no, no. Here. Um, that's an interesting Shaila. He could have brought it beforehand. Is that what you're asking? No, I, I agree with you. I, I think that I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced you do. I'm not convinced you do. It sounds like the guy decided he's going to do it now, Shabbos morning, 
And it's Shabbos, the only time he could do it, and now he's bringing it. I agree. I agree, yeah. I, I, don't, think, I, I don't think it's a kasha. I think you're right. I think that, that if he had all the time in the world, there's no worse than if he fixes my car with 55 malachah deraises. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and I'll, I'll prove to you that I, I agree and you're right, because the example we're going to bring soon, the example where you only did it on Shabbos because that's when it was. And it's a pretty popular example. I've been asked a number of times when the plane comes in late and they quickly whisk you off through customs and you get uh, home in the nick of time and you don't have any of your luggage. And the airline messed up. So they're mechiv to bring your luggage and say it was lost. And you told the guy, where's my luggage? We lost it. We'll bring it to you. And then you go home. You got to go home. You can't stay in the airport. And then they show up uh, eight hours in the Shabbos, Friday night with your luggage. That's, an, that's, an, that's this example. They did it on Shabbos. And you can't have enough. This, this, this comes up whenever a flight comes in too close to Shabbos. You cannot. That's this case. I'm agreeing with you. I'm limiting it to, to, to such a case. And we're going to see. He's going to bring the case in a minute. Uh, this, this, yeah, talk to Yeah, gonna wait, uh, whatever. If, if they came three hours, he brings all your clothing. <laughs> you can't put it on. You can't have enough. What he brought? He's gonna bring the case in a minute. What? Yeah, yeah. Say, let's say you landed in Newark. I've been asked to Shiloh, Lamaisa. Landed the guy goes, "Where's my luggage?" Uh, sir, we lost it. We'll look for it. So well, I gotta go. The Asad Hana across the board. But they could have found it right away. Right. Right away. They didn't. No, no. If they found it and they were lazy. <laughs> they maybe. maybe they've got the only way to find it from Shabbos. They got everybody else's uh, before. The driver's ready to go. Uh, if the driver's not ready to go before him, then it's us, sir. There's only what to discuss with Elvis Kasha. If he had all the time in the world, he decided he wants to do it now. So then they couldn't. They, I, no, the assumption, I think, is they're doing it. Is, okay. Why? No, you didn't. No, if you ask us, it's a zikhaser. No, we're not talking about yes. You tell them, you didn't ask anything, you didn't talk to them. I'm, I'm leaving. Sir, we can't find your luggage. Okay, I got to go. Get my passport. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Well, we'll see. Let's uh, get the next paragraph. We'll get to it in a minute. Again, Lamanei Nachri Shaevi B'Shabes Abiyantav Chayfes Mechutzal Tchum Avir Yisrael Otsal Eisi Yisrael Shachayvetz Huva Avir Olish Tamish B'Shabes Got Matzah Shabes Sarch Lahamtin Shir B'Day Shiyasu LaChayrim for all the people who was not brought for them Shlohuva Chayvetz Avirah Mutul Ishtamish B'Av B'Shabes Atam B'Shun Shabisadu Abanu Shas Nachri Avir Yisrael Laaser Sashimish Eli Yisrael Shemalacha Nasa Avirah and the other people wasn't done for them, so therefore they didn't answer it at all. Okay. Um, okay, Lamed Vav, the example. Menamar Nilmod Lamikra Baigi Adlam Chutzlarts Barish Shabbos Chafatzal Lanimsu Besteya Tufav and also Lebeisim. Lands in Bengarian Airport. He rushes on Vachkap Shabbos Agiyah Shliach Ima Chafetzim Lebeisah Shel Hanaseim. Shachavetzim Elo Asurim B'Shimah Shabbos Shabbos Ima Nahag Nachri. If it's a Jew, you got bigger problems. Gam Matzah Shabbos Hishlahah Lamtin Shir De Sheyasu. Take a look at Ayin Gimel on the footnote, found on the page. They're trying to fix up what they messed up. So why don't you say they're just fixing up what they messed up? It's nothing to do with me. They're going to end up paying for it. They want to fix it up. Ellie, this is not what you were asking, but this is also a good question. They're not doing that. They don't want to get in trouble. They're trying to fix up their own mistake. 
He says you can't say that. Which we're going to discuss. He's, he's going to explain later. We're going to explain later why that's not true. What he's referring to is the Eliyahu Rabbah says, very interesting case, if a guy is in your house, the lights are on, and he accidentally turns it off, and he quickly turns it on again. He says, whoops, he turns it on again. Are you to leave the room? So there the Eliyahu Rabbah says, you don't have to leave the room. Because he's just fixing up his mistakes. And who? So the, the guy lost your luggage, and now they're returning your luggage. They're fixing up the mistakes. So why isn't that mutter? That's the cash he's raising, and we're going to see a very interesting chilek later. Bottom paragraph. Linya Mikra, what? Uh, and therefore, he's still fixing up his own mistake. That's the Havamina. He's not doing something. He's just trying to get you back to even playing field. He's doing his job, right? He, they lost your luggage, and he's making it like that. That's the cash he's there. So why isn't that mutter? Why is that considered a uh, hanar? And he has a very good answer, but it's going to take me time to explain. Yeah. Yes, but that's what, the kid's going to be in here. We're going to get to it tomorrow night. That, that, why, when I told you that, I was quoting from the next page. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Linya Mikra, bottom paragraph. Let's see some medicine in there. Baby needs every tinnik is dinu kachel shem basakan lini dvar mitzvachem loy ma'ayid have desitin diapers whatever it is. Shir shel asikim makamachav you can't get them anywhere else. Mutar af loy malanachil avim you can even ask the guy to bring them. Certainly can have enough. The guy already brought them. Koshkein shir mutar l'shtamit ben b'shabes you can open the suitcases to get the little kid stuff, but not for the adults. Flip over the page to memtes. Yisrael Shetziva Al Nachri Lahalik Nevro Mer Shabbos. Case number two. We're going to make the Chalukim. Let's just get the cases. Ayid told the guy, Beferish, I want you to make sure the lights are on for Shabbos. I want you to do it every Shabbos. Vamala Shemak Peshias says, Mer Shabbos, Anochri Ta. And he told him ten times, I want you to do every Shabbos, not on Shabbos. And the guy forgot. Lahilik Mer Shabbos, the Bodh Lahalik, Sanev Shabbos, the Osakanist too. So now he's coming to put on the lights to fix his mistake. Tsarach Limchaz Biyadai Shalai Yadlik. You've got to stop him. In Kfar Hidlik, Asalaz Mehana and Anand, you have to stop him if he did it anyway. Uh, well, if he did it anyway, above your objections, maybe it's Mutabana, we'll discuss that. But if he, if he did it, then you couldn't stop him quick enough, then it, now it's Asalaz Ah, he's trying to fix his mistake. And we just said the Eli Rabbah holds that if he turns off the light and turns it back on, it's Mutabana. Why is this Asalaz That's the Shaili he's going to raise, and Amit Sasham, we're going to address that tomorrow night. Either way, there's no benefit.